You're listening to the Chelsea Zerna Podcast, a podcast that inspires conscious leaders to live meaningful lives and to get in touch with the deepest parts of the human experience. My name's Chelsea Zerna, and I'm a women's empowerment coach with a mission of rewilding the feminine back into society. Each week, I have a conscious conversation with best-selling authors, inspiring leaders, and spiritual lightworkers who aren't afraid to step into the unknown and explore the greatest truths of life. Thanks for listening. Hello, hello. It is time to slow this podcast down a little bit and drop into the heart. I started this podcast in 2019 and I recorded an episode every single week until COVID started. And needless to say, I moved to Tulum, Mexico, and I found it quite challenging to find places to record a podcast. And Tulum to me is a little bit like Burning Man. Things happen everywhere. And if it's not people, it's construction. And in 2021, 3 million Americans moved to Mexico and Tulum became the number one travel destination in the entire world. So needless to say, I didn't record that many podcasts in 2021. But recently, I moved into a new home that was a little bit more spacious, a little bit more quiet, and I massively upgraded my living situation, and I also upgraded a lot of things, including this podcast. So today, I want to reintroduce you to this podcast And take some time to share why I created this podcast in the first place and what this podcast is all about and how it can serve you and share a little bit about me for those of you who are just picking this up for the first time now. I am your host, Chelsea Zerna. And since 2018, I have been a life coach helping women find clarity and purpose and do the things that make them happy. I'm an international retreat facilitator, bringing women all over the world to finding deeper states of love and self-expression. And of course, I am an embodiment facilitator for hundreds of people across both Tulum and Atlanta. And before finding my place in the world, I was working in corporate America. I was uh, doing design thinking. I was a consultant. And I was doing really well. I was making six figures, but honestly, it was not my life purpose. And um, I was slowly brought along this journey, and I love to call it an eat, pray, love journey in India and Europe and in Bali, where I discovered there was so much more to life. And I knew I needed to explore something a little bit deeper. And throughout this episode, I'm going to share my story and weave in my lessons and give some practical tips that you can use for your own life. And I always love sharing my personal stories. I also love sharing my mistakes so that you can relate it to your own life and have your own insights. So when I first started this podcast, um, I was having conversations with a really good friend of mine almost every single week, and we were coaching each other one-on-one, and um, we would always have these amazing insights, 
And I, I was like, man, I wish we could record this because there's so much here that I want to share. Like, this is so powerful. And I wanted other people to be able to hear these conversations. And I also knew that I wasn't alone in what I was experiencing. And all of these realizations that I was having, all these challenges that I was facing, all of these ways that I was overcoming these challenges, I knew that they could help other people. And sometimes when you're going through this awakening process, you get so excited. Like when I first had my, I'll call it an awakening, although I didn't call it that at the time. Uh, I was so excited and I was learning so much and I was like, I want to share as much as I can. I had so much information downloading. It was almost like I kinked this hose and suddenly everything started flowing through and I just had to speak. I had to write. I had to get out my information (laughs) and maybe some of you resonate with that as well. And for me, I wanted to be as raw and authentic with it as possible And that also meant sharing it while I was in it. And I know a lot of people don't love doing that. But for me, I really enjoyed being super, super real and catching the emotion of it. Because I think it's really empowering to share a story after we have all the lessons and we're super empowered and we're motivated. And of course, I'm not sharing my stories from a place of victimhood, but I wanted to share it from a place of... I'm in this right now and I'm feeling the emotions and they're alive and I don't necessarily have an answer. And that was like when the biggest realizations would come because usually I would go through this process to where I would have this massive realization and I was like, oh my God, I need to share. And I never got it live. Like I never could record that process. So part of the reason I started this podcast was so that I could record myself having these. And it was also so I could share other people's stories and how they got to this place. It was also so I could coach other people to to bringing them to these realizations live. And that's something that I really think, it's so powerful when we can actually see someone else's process. Because we all go through the same things, even if it's not the same storyline. We go through very similar scenarios and we go through very similar emotions and the process of stepping into our power, the process of breaking free of victimhood, the process of, you know, overcoming our triggers. These are things we all go through and we all are facing right now, especially in our journey and our collective consciousness. This is kind of where we're at as a species right now. And It might feel weird me talking about it like this, but this is kind of how I see it. You know, we're on this journey and it's cool to share these things and talk about them because it's, we're not alone in them. And I think sometimes we get to this place where we think we are alone. We're like, I am the only person experiencing this right now, maybe in the whole world. (laughs) And it's nice to remember that we're not, and we've got each other in this and I've also, I've always been really inspired by people who take leaps of faith and they just jump into the unknown and dive in. And for a while, my risk tolerance was, was pretty high, but it also had a ceiling and that ceiling 
kept getting lower and lower and lower. The more that I stuck around at a career that I wasn't really wanting. And for me, it was like, it took me so much energy to actually do this career, to make this money, that I became so comfortable and I had kind of created this this place for myself where um, I felt like I couldn't leave. I felt like I was trapped and then I also felt like I couldn't really take risks anymore. And I was kind of shutting down. There were so many amazing things about my old career. I was traveling on an expense account. I had a company credit card. I was flying first class to Europe on vacations. I was fingerprinting myself into my office. And I felt like I had so much abundance. And my soul was slowly losing its life force energy. And I I didn't know how I had gotten off course, but I knew that something had to change. And there was this repeating thought in the back of my mind. I was like, I just spent four years going to school, getting this degree. I got hired right out of college. I was making six figures. I was like, I did it. I did it. Why am I not? Why doesn't this feel right? And I found myself like literally crying in my shower every night. And I was talking myself into, you know, this is this is great. Like, these are all the good things. I was trying to talk myself into staying. And I did that for about nine months. And suddenly, I was invited on a trip to India. And when I was on that trip, something inside me changed. And I knew that my clock was reaching the place where it was time. Like, it was time for me to make a shift. And I knew that if I didn't do it then, at 25 years old, I would never do it. And for some of you guys, maybe you're listening and you're 45, 55, 65. It doesn't matter how old. But for me, I knew that this was my time. Like, And if I didn't do it now, I wasn't going to do it. I, I knew that I was going to keep going further and further and further because I definitely saw the trajectory that I was on and it was exciting. It was fun. And it wasn't for me. I knew it wasn't for me. I looked at the other people around me. I even had right before I left, I even turned to the guy next to me. His name was Lee. He was amazing. And I'm like, wow, you've been here a while. And he looks at me and he goes, you know, I've been here over 20 years and I still have no idea what I want to do with my life. And when he said that, I was like, I am making a vow to myself right now that I am not going to be in that same position. I'm not going to do it. And after that trip to India, I took a massive leap of faith and I quit. And the first thing I did was I went to Burning Man <laughs> and then I moved to Europe. And I moved with a group of coaches that were all doing the exact thing that I wanted to do. And I spent the next two years diving into spirituality. I moved to Bali and I did a bunch of shadow work. And I went through some relationship love and then some heartbreak. And then I slowly but surely started to find my place in the world. 
And at the time, I didn't realize that I was going through a spiritual awakening, but this is kind of the general path, right? You go through this dark night of the soul moment, which for me was crying in my shower every day. You go on this path of soul searching and you're trying to figure out what's true and what's not true and what you can believe, what you can't believe, what you accept, what you don't accept, what you deny or you reject. And slowly you start to reach this place of having a full-blown identity crisis. (laughs) And for me, that's definitely what was happening and I did not know how to handle it. So I was experiencing a lot of chaos and a lot of unsettled feeling. I just went from making six figures to now living in Bali and being scared shitless. But also something was pulling me there and I knew I needed to be there. And I I knew it was part of something a lot bigger. And I didn't ever think of it as a sabbatical. I was like, no, this is my next step. And it was. It was my next step. I was never taking a break. But in that time, I wasn't really working during those first six months. I was exploring and finding myself and finding who I was, finding out what I actually wanted for myself. And I took that time and I got really, really clear on... You know how they say your greatest pain turns to your greatest purpose? I got really in touch with my greatest pain. And I know in a couple episodes in this podcast, I talk about that. I don't need to dive into it in this podcast. But let's just say after a couple years, I got really, really clear on why I was brought here and why I was doing what I was doing and attracted to the things I was attracted to. And I knew there was no going back. And I was like, this is it. This is my pathway. Like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. And it launched me into an entirely new career. I became a life coach. I became a speaker. I became an embodiment facilitator. And I started living a path that I really, truly loved doing for myself. And it went beyond my job because... You know, I I think our purpose, sometimes we get locked into our purpose being the thing that we're doing with our career and our job. And actually, it's so, so, so much greater than that. And I I love to use this concept called ikiga. A lot of you have probably heard me talking about it, but it means your reason for being. It's this Japanese phrase, and it's the intersection of what you love, what you're good at, what you desire in the world or what you can be paid for and what the world needs. And it's your reason for being. And for me, um, that became really clear. The deeper I allowed myself to go into this process of awakening my soul and, and everyone probably has a different definition for what that looks like for them. But for me, it meant getting in touch with my truth, getting in touch with outside of my parents' expectations or what I thought they expected of me, right? Looking back, they never told me I needed to do this thing. They were like, do what makes you happy. But, you know, growing up, we get we have so much conditioning around what success means. And although I asked myself that question, what does success mean about a hundred times? It didn't actually click until I went on this journey and I had to find out for myself. And it didn't click until I actually reached what I thought success was and I realized that wasn't it, right? So the more I did this work, the more I started opening up to my ikigai, the more I realized, wow, my purpose is so much beyond my job. 
Like this is my soul's purpose. And, and this is, it became a really deep path of spirituality. And so on this podcast, I'm excited to actually dive into that path and to share my journey and also to recognize that once you start the path, it never stops. Like we're always awakening to deeper, deeper states of awareness and consciousness. That's just how it is. Everything on this planet is constantly evolving and it's the same thing with us. But when we start that process, it's almost like a snowball and it goes and it goes and it goes and it gets bigger and it's bigger and it's like, wow. And at the same time, that soul is getting bigger. We recognize what part of that ball is actually part of our ego and part of our conditioning and part of what we've been taught so we can start shedding these layers of what isn't us. And what is just keeping us stuck and keeping us safe and keeping us locked into these patterns and keeping us from being free. At the end of the day, we're just figuring out and finding out what is going to liberate us, right? And for me, it wasn't this immediate shift from being lost to being happy and purposeful. And awakening to truth isn't usually a pleasant, fun journey for anyone, Obviously, there's so much joy that comes out of the process of awakening over time, but usually when you're going through, especially in the beginning, this journey, it's usually diving into shadow work and you're diving into pain because you're looking at the things that are true. And sometimes the truth really hurts and it's not so pleasant to always look at it. And a lot of times it's actually the more that we become aware of ourselves, the more we find out all the layers that are keeping us from being who we actually are. And then we start to uncover the layers and the conditioning that has kept us stuck in pain and stuck in patterns that we may not have even recognized that we were in because we weren't aware of it, you know? And so that journey led me to a process of learning how to really handle my emotions and not just ignoring them, but really embracing them and moving through my emotions. And this is where we start to step into our greatest power. And this is where I love taking my clients because this is where I love taking myself. I love helping people step into their power. I help, I, I love helping people find their power because my journey has been a journey of stepping into my power. You know, when we get triggered or upset by the world or other people, we enter this choice moment. And many people latch on and find themselves in this place of blaming or shaming or depression. And these triggers are actually like blueprints to our soul and to our evolution, like a map. And when we start to uncover or follow this map and look at these blueprints, we can start to see, ah, we start to learn, oh my gosh, this is a key. This is something I need to learn from. And then we can shift the way that we respond to the world. And when we shift the way that we respond to the world, the world shifts the way it responds to us. And this is how we start taking our power back. And this is how we recognize that we're not just powerful, but we are co-creating this world as God. And this is where the magic happens. When we start co-creating our reality and we start realizing that we are 
so powerful that actually our words and our thoughts can actually create what happens in this world. That's when life gets really exciting and really interesting. <laughs> and for me, as soon as I was able to unhook from these reaction patterns, or as soon as anyone starts to do this, we start to free ourselves completely. And we're no longer controlled by our emotions, but we can create this space between the trigger and the response. And suddenly we become curious again. We step into our power because we become the student. It's not like a power trip. We're not like in this place of needing to have power over other people. This is us recognizing our own power from a place of humility. We're a student. And in that place, we're in our power, right? This is how we liberate ourselves. And we move beyond this place of being the victim, and thinking that life is happening to us and we start taking the driver's seat or the self-driving seat because technically we're on this, we're co-creating, we're not just driving, it's like a self-driving car. And we start to awaken to our own power and we start to realize that everything is happening for a reason for us. It's almost like we have these guides that are working with us, right? And depending on where you are in your spiritual journey, you might actually know your guides. You might even have names for your guides. And, and this is where the magic happens. We're like, we're not in this journey alone. And we are in this journey alone, depending on what you believe, right? You know, we, we are creating this experience as God, and we're doing it with everyone else because we're all God. And so this is a really important process because we are, we're in this phase of a collective awakening right now. And everyone is going to be going through this process. So if you're just starting the journey or if you've been doing this for 10 years, we are all at different phases in our journey. Some people have awakened to being completely psychic, right? Some people have awakened to being fully in their power. Some people have awakened to uh, being really amazing with Reiki healing and energy work, right? We're all learning different things at different speeds. And the process of, we'll call it awakening, is just recognizing how magical we are as humans. And our world sometimes doesn't give us the environment to explore these things and so we get to choose how and when we want to start listening to that little voice inside that says, it doesn't make sense, but try this or do this. I know it's not logical, but there's something here to explore. Or I know it's not logical to leave your six-figure job, but just quit and go to Bali for six months because there's something really important for you, right? That was my inner voice. It made no sense. I was scared shitless and it took me nine months to actually do it. But actually, once I did it, I was like, oh my God. And I started listening to that voice more and more and more. I started operating in this flow state where I was like, wow, I am meant to do this. I am meant to be here. I don't know why I'm supposed to do this, but this is guiding me here. And this is where our infinite potential lies because now we are listening to this intuitive guidance that's beyond our mind, right? It's, it's more powerful than just the human 3D reality, this time and space continuum that we live in. 
we are infinite because we are moving beyond this mind, this limited capacity uh, structure that we have. And yeah, our mind is super powerful. Our mind is amazing. And our mind for sure impacts the way that we create our reality. But when we can move beyond the mind, now we are getting somewhere amazing. Now we are actually awakening to something beyond. This is where spirituality comes in. And to me, this is what it means to be wild. <laughs> and part of my mission in this world is rewilding the feminine energy back into society. And it doesn't mean that I only work with women. I love working with women because I think a lot of women have lost their ability and their capacity to trust their feminine energy. And for me, that was for sure my pathway. Like five years ago, I was nowhere near, like I wasn't even close to having a relationship with my inner feminine energy, meaning my intuition, my flow, my sensuality, the way that I experience the world, my connection to my emotions, my relationships, like it was so, so, so different. And, and over the years, I started getting in touch with that. And I realized, wow, like most people in this world, both men and women have lost touch with their feminine energy because it's not valued in our world. It's not respected in our world for sure. I mean, it's, it's, I'm pretty sure we can all say that that's true. And we're coming to a place of recognizing that and, and to not hide our emotions, to not fear our emotions, to not, to not feel like we need to hide things, you know, especially, especially in the workplace. There's so many taboo topics that we don't bring into the workplace. And it's like, this is a culture that has created so much depression, so much anxiety, so much disconnection, so much chaos. And it's like, we are we have such a beautiful opportunity to reconnect to this in all of us. And so when I say I'm helping the world rewild the feminine, this is about being real. This is about being authentic. This is about being raw. This is about operating without a mask. And this is what we all want. We all want to be accepted for who we are without judgment, without depressive escapes, right? This is how we can live the life that we've always wanted. And this is what I want to bring to this podcast even more. I want to bring my mission into this podcast. And I also want to bring guests onto this podcast. I also want to bring clients onto this podcast to actually coach and friends onto this podcast to actually share life experiences with. So if you're listening to this right now and you know someone who would make an excellent guest for this podcast reach out to me on Instagram at Chelsea Zerna. You can connect with me, send me a message and say, you know, this person would make an amazing guest for your podcast. If you personally want to be coached on my podcast for free, I would love to have you. You can reach out to me and message me. If you are an amazing friend and you're listening to this podcast and you also want to be on this podcast and share your story and talk through some of these things live, 
I would love to have you on this podcast so we can talk through some of these deeper awakening moments in your life. And if you're listening to this podcast and you love this podcast, maybe this is your first time, maybe you've listened to all episodes, write a review and subscribe. I love having you here and I appreciate having you here and I am so excited to reintroduce this podcast in a way that's even more authentic and exciting to me. So with that being said, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I am so grateful for you and I'll see you on the next episode.